0: Hi guys, welcome to Snakaikenos Ikenos on Radio Nova. Today I'm in the studio with Sarah.
1: Hi guys, how's it going?
0: Uh, I don't know, I'm doing good, you?
1: Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you.
0: Welcome back from your Christmas break. Thank you. Yeah, how was it?
1: It was very British.
0: <laughs> no questions to be asked. <laughs> no. So today we're going to be talking about your favourite, Sarah's favourite, not so much mine. Reality TV. Yeah, what's your reality? What's your favorite show, by the way?
1: My favorite reality TV show, probably hmm? The Apprentice.
0: Ah, is it the one with Donald Trump? You fight. No, you the
1: know. UK, the UK version with Alan Sugar. Wow, but it's the same. You're fired. You fight.
0: Yeah. Well, mine's probably WWE, the wrestling show.
1: <laughs> that was so good back in the day, though. Yeah,
0: it was well scripted. I would say. Yeah. It felt super real until it didn't feel... Especially until you, the
1: chairs yeah, and, and them into tables and stuff. People
0: tearing their ligaments and stuff, you felt like, okay, they were fighting for real, but then you realise, like, okay, this is going to be so real.
1: God, <laughs> well, I hope not.
0: Yeah, so... Reality TV. I just asked a friend, like, what do you think, what is reality TV? And then he made a comment, like, oh, is it the one that they write for people to be real? I don't know. I tried to do a little Google search to find out what reality TV is. Mm-hmm. And then it says it's unscripted real-life situation, often st- starting unfamiliar people rather than professional artists. And then that got me thinking, so are they acting? Because here it says it's starting uh, f- unfamiliar people, like we don't know the characters. And then they're yeah, Rather than professional like actors, so is it like is it really real what do you is think
1: it, is it real? I don't know
0: because it says it's unfamiliar actors, so are they acting or are they for real?
1: I think some aspects you can't really fake like, sometimes when there's a really high intense emotional scene, I don't think that's that's scripted, yeah, but
0: some of it looks super unreal you know yeah, it's t v it's entertainment, but then i I tried looking through the dictionary. The Oxford okay. Dictionary. I want to, yeah, to find out what the academics. Yeah, I want to find what the academics thought about it. Mm-hmm. And then it says that TV programs in which ordinary people are continuously filmed, designed to be entertaining rather than informative. So, I mean the whole idea of it is to be entertaining, so there's nothing informative about it. It's just people's everyday life and what they do, and people sit down to like find entertainment from it. Mm. That's what the dictionary said about it, which I just find a little bit strange. If the
1: dictionary says it must be right,
0: but some of them could be quite entertaining and informative as well. Like for example, this Apprentice show, is more like business wise. Yeah, it gives you information on business processes and what's up and all that. So it's quite shocking that it's uh, the dictionary will say that it's not informative.
1: Honestly, I don't watch it for the information. I watch it for the drama that comes from it. Well,
0: I actually never watched so much of it. So the one that I think I have watched quite a bit would be you know, the girls, the American girls. I've oh seen quite God. a few episodes of the, uh, the Kardashians. So oh. I've seen quite a bit. But Love that show. No, I didn't really understand it. So <laughs> I uh, just moved on.
1: It's definitely not for everyone. Is what? It's not for everyone.
0: What do they really do?
1: It's kind. Of, they just follow them around. It's like the paparazzi follows them when stories break. Like when Chloe found out Tristan was cheating on her. That was, that was a big one. I'm not gonna lie. I was very shocked about that. But it's just fun. It's just like watching these people live a glamorous life while you're earning minimum wage. It's quite a divide. But it's uh, it's definitely, it's definitely just. It's kind of like an escape.
0: So basically, if I take a camera and follow you around and put it online, we're making a reality TV.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah,
0: What, what are we waiting for? <laughs> I got a phone.
1: I don't have a very interesting
0: life. You never know. I've seen one that was like, following boring people, like normal. You know, some of them, whilst doing research for this show, I found some of them and I was like, okay, so what are they telling us? It's one about little people or something, like they're following a bunch of, I want to find a proper word for them. Like little people? Dwarfs? I don't think you can call them that. Think, yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's not
1: the what they're called. Yeah.
0: They're so uh, just following <laughs> them around. and <laughs> yeah. <you>, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, short science,
1: I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: And then it wasn't very much interesting. It's just your normal lives of how little people live.
1: My segment is about Jeremy Kyle, the British TV show centered around family dynamics, DNA tests, confronting your abuser as a survivor and this show was cancelled in 2019 due to the suicide of a ex-contestant that appeared on the show so
0: so basically the show was like a court show where like people comment and then they have a problem and this jeremy guy Try to, like, to sort it, it. out. Yeah, have you,
1: the only thing I can compare it to, have you seen like, a show like Jerry Springer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In America, it's literally time. like that. Someone mm. comes out, they say this crazy, they're like, oh, my brother's girlfriend cheated on him with my boyfriend and they're pregnant and they want to keep the baby, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll come out, he'll be like, what's going on? I'll tell my side of the story. And then my brother's girlfriend will come out, she'll tell her side of the story. And then her boyfriend, well, my boyfriend that she got with... Is very detailed as with a baby they were like let's take a DNA test see who's the baby and then they'll bring he'll have a massive card and he'll be like you are the father or you are not the father and then we just carry on from there
0: super entertaining
1: very entertaining it's filmed in front of a live audience so you can imagine everyone's reactions just fueling just putting petrol on a fire but I want to talk about the man who committed suicide his name was Steve Diamond and he went on the show to prove that he wasn't cheating on his partner So he wanted to go on, take a lie detector test and be like, yeah, I'm not cheating. Unfortunately, the lie detector came back that he was lying. Um, But in relevance to this, the lie detector on the show, which is a massive part of the show, is actually 60% accurate. So he could have been telling the truth, but it came back that he was lying. And how would you feel? How would you take that if you went on the show and you were like, I'm innocent, but the lie detector came back that you were lying?
0: I mean... I would contest the results from the lie detector, especially if I know it's 60% uh, mm. not true. But I didn't I'd, know that. Okay, then I would be super upset because I know that I'm not what the show says I am and guessing the show is pretty watched. Mm. Everybody in my neighborhood or friends or co-workers would think that this guy is, it's it's huge emotional distress for you as a person as well. So I wouldn't take it quite easy. Probably see a professional about it.
1: Yeah, his family described him as being very broken when he came off the show. He was very subdued, but he they, he said that he was thinking of taking his own life. And on the show, the producers were like, well, that's not uncommon. A lot of people were like, yeah, I want to take my own life. And they would just try and convince them not to and then just send them on their way. Because these were very young producers. They were around like 20, 21, years old. They weren't licensed with mental health. So for someone to come to them and be like, I want to take my own life, they really didn't have a lot of options and a lot of experience and knowledge on what to do. So when he when it came out that he'd actually taken his own life, they were trying to keep the whole thing kind of under wraps. They were trying to go to the woman and be like, Can you not tell people that it was related to Jeremy Kyle? But then when the story broke, it came out and they did all lose their jobs and were made redundant And after that the whole thing was just scrapped. Accounts that they were being paid into gone. Jeremy Cowell, you can't actually watch it anymore. It's like, unless you go to a website. But it's it's gone, it's disappeared.
0: But this, this guy died, so, I mean, there has to be some sort of criminal investigation as to the arrow they played in, and was anybody charged?
1: There was a whole court case about it, which Jeremy did not show up for, which I think was very interesting. Um, but they were basically just kind of laying into the people that produced the show and they said in their own opinion that they did, they think they didn't exploit anyone, but it was very obvious that they did because there's a certain calibre of people that went on the show, very poor, working class, white, and lacked education and they would go on the show and they were very desperate, some of them wanted to help their families to get back together and they would exploit them for entertainment purposes and think that that was, that was okay.
0: Hmm. But were they fined or anything or they just went away, like disappeared? Nobody was fined or nobody had to pay and nobody went to jail for it? Not that I know of. Nice. (laughs) Nice. It's quite interesting that, you know, from what you're saying, it seems like it's obvious these guys took advantage of a bunch of working class people for Mm -hmm. entertainment and resulted in the death of one person. So at least, in my opinion, someone has to pay. Mm if not the guy himself. He probably hired someone to do some job for him and they didn't do the job right, so someone needed to pay and he just went away. Isn't it's, it? ran up
1: isn't? Into the it's interesting because that wasn't the only man that or the only person that died because of the show. There was a woman and when it first aired in two thousand five, she went on to try and clear her name of cheating and it came back that she was lying. And A few days afterwards, she committed suicide. And the guy, the husband, called up the show and they did nothing about it. They were just kind of told him it's not our problem. And because it was very new, I think people just kind of turned a false eye and they were like, it's not our business. And then a few years on from that, I don't know if you've seen that viral video of the guy headbutting the other guy. No. Basically, a guy went on, his wife had been cheating on him with his best friend and they went on and what they didn't show you behind the scenes was when they got there that day, they were taken into separate rooms for hours and the producers would go in, they would tell them lies. They would wind them up on purpose. They'd be like, you would not believe what this person's just said about you, get them really angry. And then the next time they would see each other was on the stage. So they would come on the stage and he was just like the mere sight of him just sent him insane. So he saw him, headbutted him, And then obviously got taken away by security, and he lost his job because of that, and was uh, practically alienated by his friends and family, and he said that he could have he contemplated taking his own life because of that. So it wasn't just it wasn't just Steve Diamond that we actually took his own life, but there was others that were thinking about it, and I think that doesn't really get talked about much about that. So having a live audience increased the tension and the embarrassment of the contestants. So imagine you're there, this big secrets come out about you, you're feeling embarrassed and everyone in the audience is staring at you. There's about 100 people there with a clave and against you because of how Jeremy has portrayed you. And they were talking, um, I watched a documentary about it. And they were talking about how it was almost like a cult, like how Jeremy was, he had such a God complex because he could flip people's narratives about like the people that come on the show. So if he felt like you were scum and you were a liar, he, like the audience, and not gonna have a reason to take your side because Jeremy is there and he's kinda of laying it on thick. Um he the show's purpose essentially was just to reinforce the image that was in everyone's minds about the working class, the people on benefits, and it fed into people's pre-misconceptions. And I think he really enjoyed doing it. I think he he came from a very middle class background. His dad was the secretary to the Queen. So he had no experience of being from a, from coming from poverty, so for him to come and talk down to these people really gave him like an edge, I think. But a lot of people didn't actually want to go on the show. I think that's another misconception: is that people were ringing up, really begging to go on the show, but actually they, the producers were badgering people at least four or five times before they actually agreed to go on the show.
0: But the, these people who were on, the, on their show, were they provided with, like, some psychological tools or, like, follow-ups after this huge embarrassment on national TV, I, I suppose? Were they, like, try to talk to them or find them some somehow to cope with all this? Because the show must have provided some sort of tools for the contestants or the people who have been on the show afterwards. There was
1: if it depends what you went on for. So if you went on to get a uh, like rehab for your for a family or a family friend, then they would follow up and send that person for treatment. But when they came out of treatment, they would just be left on their own. Like they would just be like, Hey, you've gone through the process now, it's been six months, and then they would just go on their way. And there was a family that went on to get help for their daughter and I spoke previously about how the producers would lie and egg them up, but they were told that there was three families that wanted the same spot for the rehab, but there was only one bed. So they had to really look desperate on the stage to actually get this place, and Jeremy would pick which ones he wanted. So they would go on and they would be like, this this is how it's affecting me, this is how it's affecting my life. And Jeremy would just... Lay into that person, and then be like, "Okay, now you can go to therapy; like it's fine." So I think they didn't—they didn't take into account the mental strain that would have on a person. And they thought, as soon as you go home, you'll be fine. Like, we'll pay for your accommodation, we'll pay for your taxi here and back, and you'll be fine. But obviously, they—the people were taking their lives. People were depressed, and they—they they came on. And had they had to fill out a uh, a form to say if they were well enough to, to go on the show. And people would 100% just lie and put in, like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely off my antidepressants, I'm off my anxiety pills, I'm off my medication, so they could actually go on the show. So the people that were on that show were not well. They were not mentally stable. And after they left the show, they weren't getting help either.
0: That's, that's quite horrible because... Yeah. This, even if it is real, I mean, I don't think most of these things, are, like you said, they gas them up, they give them all the stories just to make it more entertaining for their viewers. So even if you know something like that is quite horrible for someone to go through it and not get a bit of help at the end because this person is kind of suffering and they just use it for entertainment only. So yeah. I think uh, that guy is come. That's my personal opinion, though.
1: Yeah, he's not great. <laughs> nah, he's not
0: great. I'm pretty sure he made quite a million pounds of it as well.
1: He made a lot of money, and he just, after the show ended, he just went on his way. He had a wife, he had kids, he had a home, but a lot of people that went on the show didn't have any of that.
0: I all these shows and stuff, I feel like it's more economical than anything. It's like people trying to make, these networks are trying to make huge money, and they don't care who they hurting the process or who gets offended. It's just money, 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 budgets and profits and loss. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. It's It's quite horrible, but no. It is real life. (laughs) We've been talking about reality TV and its effects and Jeremy Carson. Carl. Carl Carl and his show. Do you know how many people actually watch reality shows?
1: I'm going to guess millions, if not billions.
0: Well, I try to find out like how many people actually do watch these things because everybody has watched something at a point. And I find that in the U in the US alone, fifty-two percent of adults will watch one or two episodes of a reality show within the week. Mm. So that's that's a huge number of people that watch this show. So it's more about money. And globally, seven out of ten people will watch one episode of a reality show one way or the other whether they like it or not and with the introduction of um these short short videos on them on tiktok and it's even growing more that it's actually nine out of ten now that anyone above a certain age i think it was 14 they started from will watch a clip or something about a reality show within a week there's a lot of people that get influenced by this stuff and Also, the best reality shows always are the ones that has sort of a villain complex. There's someone in there who is like the bad guy. These shows will be watched 20% 20 more than the other shows. And most people are more interested in shows where it's like lifestyle programs, like more like the Kardashians or uh, Flax Mountains or something where, like, oh, they see people, they feel like there's, there's this show that was watched more in 2022 than one of the reality shows that got more views than Kardashians or something. It was called Snowflake's Mountain. So basically, they took a bunch of sport rich sport kids. I don't think any of them were super rich, but then they put them in the world, and, it's, and they had to sort of survive for price money. This was on Netflix, and this show was huge. A lot of people watched it, you know. And these kids were from both the UK and the US. Mm -hmm. So they took them and they put them with some survivor experts in some place. And they had to, like, sort of leave off the land. But basically, like, if you go more into the show, you realise that they were giving, like, sneaker bars and, like, it wasn't... Oh, they were helping them. Yeah, they were giving them food and, you know, living off the wilderness. And then I found out there was this show... I don't really remember the name, but this, there was this guy who would go in the wilderness and then kind of live on his own. And Bear then... In the, what?
1: Was it Bear Girls?
0: No, they go into the wilderness and like try to survive and then he shows how to like set fire from rocks and... That and sounds be, a
1: lot like Bear Girls.
0: Behind the scene, they had like a whole chef and a whole group of people that these guys will, when, when they are not filming, they would have like real meals and they had like five star gourmet food and whatever and then this show was like real enough for people to watch and this was one of the watch shows in when it was running i've forgotten the name so it basically this shows they cover a lot because a kid in india knows more about the kardashians than they do about certain like educators in india like, they know people know more about these guys in the reality TV world than they do know about, like, who is the prime minister of Norway. Nobody knows <laughs> But some people know more because they cover a really large population and now they are on Disney Plus and all the streaming services. At least they carry two or more reality shows on their platform. Like, if you subscribe to any of the platforms, HBO, Disney+, Plus, each one of them carry at least one, two or more reality shows on their streaming platform, which is a huge amount of people watching this every day. And then it says that out of the 17% of people who have never seen, ever, ever in their life, seen a reality show, has read or seen a billboard or, like, advertisement about it one way or the other. So even when you're not looking out for it, like going out there and looking. You have seen it. Like I mean if you walk by the Taban station in Oslo, you probably see the Kardashians Disney Plus. you wouldn't know what it is, but then it will be there. So it does cover quite quite a lot of people watch these things and
1: Do you uh, ever watch the Kardashians, is it?
0: No, not really. But I have seen quite an, quite episodes. You know, I used to love this guy when he was playing basketball, Lamar Odom. Mm. So I saw a couple of things why he while, while while whilst he was on the show with he was married to he was married to one of their Chloe. sisters. As a, I don't even know at a point. <laughs> so I think I saw one of it.
1: Why do you think people watch reality TV?
0: Like. It was this paper by this guy, I think he's a journalism and psychology professor in the U.S. or something. And he claimed that people watch it to disconsent from their reality, what is happening in their life. It's more, it's more easy for people to look at these people and like, oh, so this is normal, than to focus more on their life. Mm-hmm. And people watch it because it's, it creates a sort of image. Like, for example, there's this experiment where they put five monkeys in a cage and they put a banana on, like, a trap, like, a stairs. And every time a monkey goes up to pick a banana, they pour cold water on the rest of the monkeys. And at a point, the monkeys will fight each other when someone tries to go up there. And then they will exchange one monkey for another. And after, all, after a bit of time, all the monkeys in the cage were the monkeys who didn't suffer the cold water, but they still will beat each other if someone goes to get them. That's how reality TV works like it creates people like it gives them a norm like this is what we do we watch this on tv this is a normal part of entertainment basically that's why people get used to this i think nowadays it's been subgenres of reality tv like there's the lifestyle there's the romance like lifestyle is probably the kardashians and all this like they follow them in real life, and then yeah, there's we'll the
1: Housewives of Atlanta, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And then there's like these ones that are like uh, game shows, and then there's the love stuff, and you know, all this. And then yeah.
1: And we are moving on to the effects of reality TV, and I'm going to start with the obvious. Reality TV has a negative effect on people's mental health. It creates a false sense of reality. It makes kind it... of. Brings about feelings of shame and embarrassment when you compare some, like a family like the Kardashians, to just a regular Joe working in mm. a shop. And um, personally, me, I like it because it's just fun to watch. It's like it creates a, a sense of escapism for me, as I've mentioned previously. But for other people, I think it can really bring about like anxiety and depression because it's like, well, why is my life not like that? Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, there was this uh, guy who was talking about how he's only interested in girls who look like uh, the contestant from Love Island. Mm. She wants a girl with the specific types of those people who get selected to this show like slim fit, you know, look a certain way, must have a little bit of flair, Brand, tall. you know. <laughs> and I think that's, uh, he got this idea because he's seen them on the, the show and he thinks like, oh, that's how people, normal people are supposed to look. But uh, apparently it's not that true. And people come in all types, shapes and colours these days, all days, and also... Um, the influence of um, reality TV is good for plastic surgeries. Plastic surgeons have made a lot of money because of reality TV because there's all these girls going in to get work done. Apparently, there's something called the Kim effect where girls get job down to look either similar to Kim Kardashian or have wow. some features from her. And, and a lot of people do it because they're like, oh, in the summer, she looks brown. In the winter, she looks white. So they, it's also helped the skincare industry, because they've made a lot of advertisements through these uh, reality shows because they get these contestants, uh, participants to use their product and talk about it. But um, also the reality TV, one of its effects has been on pop culture, actually. There's a bunch of TV shows and films that have centered around reality TV. One of the famous would be The Office, where it's like camera crew following Regular people working in the office with an obnoxious boss that I like very much, and also there's like parks and recreations. I mean, I think both of them is done by CBN, uh, American. Yeah, I think so. yeah, and there's like the famous one will be the Truman Show. It was like a movie, and it's quite, quite, quite revealing and hilarious. Like the guy didn't know he was being famed and his whole life
1: was a, his whole life was a lie, essentially. Yeah.
0: So it's it's uh, it's very interesting how this genre this genre has uh, influenced a lot of stuff in the world. It's even how people get married these days are being influenced by what they see on TV. Like there's this show called "People Like Sit in a Bubble." They don't see each other and they love talk. is blind. And apparently, people are doing it in real life because they think like oh that show eliminated quite a bit Fine Love mm. I'm like huh how rare is that show so it's it's influencing the daily lifestyle and choices of people how they behave and, and I, one thing that I think people I don't see it a lot in the research but all these influences on TikTok and Snap I also consider them as reality TV stars because mm. they're trying to show what they do with their lifestyle. like, And they've influenced quite a bit. And, you know, like I said, a lot of body modification has gone up since introduction of high mm, coverage on this issue or on reality TV, and a lot of people have gotten more jobs done, as they say.
1: Yeah, I think if they want to... They try and emanate who they see on reality TV. Mm -hmm. They see these girls that look perfect, and, like, if I look like that then maybe my life will become, so it's a weird, crazy way of manifestation, but it's it's quite sad when you see all these girls, like, going to Turkey, like, getting BBLs and getting their lips done.
0: What's a BBL?
1: A Brazilian butt lift. So they take fat from your stomach and they put it into, like, your hips and your ass. So it gives you, like, a real, like, hourglass figure. Okay. But it has to be done well. Yeah. <laughs> you never heard of a BBL before? No,
0: it's my first time. Oh wow! I, I know quite a few of them, like lip mm. something,
1: like lip fillers,
0: and then there's the Tommy Tag.
1: Tommy Tag, yeah.
0: And then there's it's
1: Botox as well to stop your face yeah. from. And then like there's
0: the one that they put something on, like this hot. Tin on their ass and then they drag it to make the ass bigger. I don't know what it's called. I've seen videos yeah, of it. It's like
1: hot wax or something. Yeah, something
0: like that. So
1: it's a bit crazy, but <laughs> that's the reality of reality TV. But yeah, these people's lives are not always perfect. There's a lot going on behind the scenes, so mm-hmm. don't feel discouraged. I mean, feel like I, like I watched
0: quite a piece uh, pieces of so the end there of this Lama Odom and this Kardashian girl. And then it came out that oh, there's a lot going on than they were showing it on the camera. Mm. So, I mean, it's not... We don't get 100% of their real life on their reality TV. So, my advice to people is, I mean, take it easy. It's just entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. You've been listening to Snack on Radio Nova with me, Amponza, and Sarah.